Hey, it's your favorite ladies from the Take Control Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on our social media. Our Instagram is at Take Control Podcast. Our Twitter is at Take Control Pod. You can search our Facebook group. It's at Take Control Podcast. Please submit all listener questions to our email, takecontrolpodcast at gmail.com. Let's get into the show. Today's episode is sponsored by Tribute 614. On June 30th, from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m., Tribute 614 returns with the California-themed event, West Side with Love. This will be a free event with music from your favorite R&B and rap artists. If you need something fun and different to do in Columbus, this is the party for you. Upcoming themes will include a Jay-Z and Beyonce party, all R&B brunch, and Neo Soul Saturdays. For more info, follow at Tribute614 on Instagram and meet us at Two Truths on June 30th. See you there. All right, guys. What's up? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> what's up, what's up? Oh, yeah, so. I forgot we don't do our intros anymore. Yeah, that's good. Cool. Um, well, I wanted to start out with the shout outs because we haven't done shout outs in a while. Um, the first one is what is this, Sincerely DLA or something? Sincerely Lydia, is it Sincerely Lydia? I mm-hmm. don't know, it's like Sincere Lydia, it's like a play on, like, yeah, oh, okay. Well, shout out to you, I shouted her out on Twitter. Um, Maybe like a week ago. She's always listening and taking her little videos and stuff. Um, and the second person was Junior Melador. Yeah, that would be my guess. Junior Melador. Yeah. Um, he said he binge watched our show. Yes. We appreciate you. Yes, yes. we appreciate you Thank guys you. so much. Did y'all have any? I don't know who's who on Twitter. Um, but I mean, shout out to you guys. I don't have any. I don't have no shout outs for real. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, you know what? There, there's a, a a young lady that I work with that came up to me and said she listens to the show, and so shout out to you. I I don't think I asked her her name, but thank you for listening. She said she loves the show. Oh, dope. Yeah, it was it was really nice to have somebody come up like you do the podcast, right? And I was like, yeah, Aww. that's real cute. Yeah. So, so cute. thank you for listening. No, lady, you got any shout outs? No, no. Okay. How was y'all's weekend? Mine was busy. Um, I went to go see Superfly. How was it? It actually was pretty good. I, I was some go, people saying. Yeah, it, w- it was pretty good. I will go see it again. It wasn't terrible. Um, it wasn't terrible. It was it was a decent movie. I haven't been to a movie in forever, honestly. Girl. So. I, oh, except that time where there was a bug in my. Oh, yes, I remember shit. that. Shit, I, I, I'm still so no motherfuckers for PTSD. I can't no, go to the fucking legit. movie theater, and I don't want to drink Crown Apple. That's a lot. And you know what? <laughs> now that you say that, I went to Condado's after the movie, and it was like a whole bunch of flies, like fruit flies, flying around. Oh, my God. Just in the atmosphere. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, mm-mm-mm. It was too much. But too them nachos was good. Y'all, if y'all ain't never... I'm going to have to try the nachos. They I'm were so hungry. Really yeah. I'm starving. I'm yeah. going to watch Chipotle. And I want some drink. No, I'm still hungry from last night. <laughs> oh, yeah. How was your weekend? Girl. <laughs> My weekend was cool. I went to a baby shower. Um, what else did I do? I went out to eat. It was Father's Day. 
Yeah, school, I didn't do a lot, a lot. I just went to the baby shower, went out last night, and got too drunk, so, yeah. Uh, I went to Cleveland to go see my dad, and they had a cookout, and I didn't get no sleep last night. But, Why not? Because I took, I ate up there, so I'm like, I don't want to drive back and be sleepy, catch the itis on the road and crash or some shit, so I got a five-hour energy and drunk it and then I come I got home at like ten thirty and I couldn't go to sleep I was up down. to like two thirty. Them shits really work for you? Yeah, I mean they don't make me crazy, like jittery or anything like that. I just mm-hmm. be awake. I'm how I am right now, paying a picture for y'all, I'm just sitting on the couch chilling. But mm-hmm. I'd be wide awake. Mm-hmm. So it was about two thirty when I went to sleep last night. So I'm tired. You're and probably I'm gonna crash. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My weekend was cool. Um I really wanted to make a man a father on Father's Day. <laughs> I really just wanted that to be my life. Like, <laughs> I wanted that to be my story. I tell my first child, but it didn't happen. <laughs> I'm talking shit, y'all. I ain't making nobody no damn daddy. <laughs> trapping you is like trapping me. <laughs> ain't nobody got time for that. Right. No, but I didn't do anything. I just spent time with my dad. We... We kicked it. He made me listen to underground rappers on YouTube. <laughs> I'm just like, bruh. <laughs> so, yeah. So, that's it. Shout out to all the dads, though. Yes, for oh, sure. had an amazing Father's Day. Right. So, we do have some questions. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Did I, this first one just resonates with me to the core. You know what? <laughs> Why do men always feel like if they had you before that they can always have you? Please, please, please. We need answers. And is it the woman's fault that men feel that way? Like, is it us to blame? Because I ain't never made a nigga feel like that. <laughs> so, it must be y'all bitches. <laughs> Fucking enough for a woman like me. Um, I... I said that because I feel like when we always, I don't want to say we, but when some women always take their men back after they do stupid oh, shit, yeah, yeah. and it's kind of like you're allowing him to come Keep and go. Back. Yeah, because right. he get too comfortable. He's right. like, oh, I'm going to fuck up, she going to forgive me, and right. I'm going to come back. Okay. So I feel like to some extent, yes, but I don't make niggas feel like that either, so yeah. I can't relate. No, I have a firm, I like... I always say, just because you had it does not mean you can have it. Mm-hmm. So, we got past tense versus present tense. <laughs> no, I'm just not going. I'm just straight up not going. Like, I am I would rather, like, honestly find someone else. Like, and I'm, I guess when I, when I first heard it, I was thinking more so, like, a nigga thinks, like, once y'all, like, hooked up or kicked it or whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it, then he feels like y'all can always kick it again. And I'm, like, a firm believer of don't look back. Yeah. Okay, like it, there is no looking back. Um, when I'm driving, I'm driving straight forward. I'm looking not through my rearview mirror. Like I just not. It just disgusts me. Like it, which is terrible because it's like in the meantime, in between time, <laughs> I don't dribble back. But mm-mm. I just don't want to give no man the satisfaction of thinking that. Like, yeah. like you had oh, like okay, you may have had like oh eight land, but like this is. 2018 Lynn this is a whole different setup person yeah what pisses me off about the whole thing is when 
is when like you ain't talk to somebody in a minute and then they just be popping up and then everything's supposed to be yeah. cool go back to no no no, 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 no. And then, like, so if you... Okay, so I have a question. So if you hypothetically want to rekindle things, right, with an old flame, do you when y'all get back, do y'all just, like, pick up where y'all left off? Or, like, do you, do you make them go through the whole process again to, like, get the goods? Or, like, what... Like, is it, like, on site first date? Bam. I Since mean, we already been here. Or do we, like, ease our way through? One of y'all to go... Who is the throwback queen? Cause what are y'all the throwback with? I have zero exes. I said this in the chat. Don't claim me. I don't know you niggas. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know y'all. I don't Who know are y'all. y'all. We only happened in theory. Is my side of things. But I feel like <laughs> if there was a flame that I would rekindle, I think it would just have to naturally happen. We hang out, you know. So it starts back over. And it kind of starts back over because. Yeah. Again, I'm not the same Brandy that I was in 08. I'm not the same Brandy that I was in mm-hmm. 2012 or whatever the case may be. So you kind of got to get to know this the Brandy. New, yeah. Um, yeah. So I think it, it just would need to just happen naturally. I wouldn't just jump right into it because you could easily find out, like, I really don't like you. I should have left you where you was at. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's my thing, too. It's like, I don't even, like... My, I've never connected with someone I guess strong enough few and far between to where it could like stand the test of time yeah. so like the men that I've connected with in the past I don't think I could connect to today right yeah because I've learned like I've unlocked different levels as yeah. I've gotten older I've like had a like a yeah. accent right down know where that came from but as, <laughs> as I've gotten older it's like I've unlocked a different level in my life like yeah. It would be a dessert. Like, I don't think we could even coexist. Yeah. That's like with guys I've dated, kicked it with, situationships, all of that. Like, yeah. I, I do have an ex that we have reached a place in this where we are friends. Mm-hmm. Like, we can coexist in the same space and have a conversation. But and could y'all be intimate? Even hang out. I don't know. I don't think that either one of us really would want, want to. to cross those lines no i feel like everyone that i've ever had a situationship or dealt with i feel like i can kick it with them to this day too yeah but that's where the motherfucking yeah. buck stops like it ain't going further than yeah. kicking it i don't want to hear no sexual conversations i don't even want you to bring up the fact that we ever had sex yeah <laughs> like, right but him and i we had that conversation and he was like it's weird because it's like i feel like the more more time if we were to spend more time with each other and be yeah, around go, each it other. It would grow more. back to that. It would grow back. Cause that you, may be the like, natural you know, thing. Sometimes I look at you and I'm like, damn, I still got feelings for her. And I can say that that's mutual, but it's like we just don't cross those lines. Yeah. So, yeah. like, I literally be talking to him about whatever is going on. Other men. And that's me. my favorite thing, dude. That's how I let people know. Like, listen here, <laughs> motherfucker. If I'm, if I'm getting advice from you about guys, then this is, no. It's not going further than that. Yeah. I think it's an ego thing, though. I think that's what they just... Guys just have an ego thing where it's yes. like, if I had you before, I can have you again. Mm-hmm. I mean, because it's an ego thing, too. I, I would want to be able to literally link up with anyone in my past. Right. Like, if I wanted to, I feel like, okay. Yeah. But, I mean, it, it, it might not necessarily be a bad thing. I guess it just depends on how you look at it. Because, and this isn't me trying to brag or anything, but anybody I've ever really invested my time into... Mm-hmm. If it went left, there's always been a point where they have tried to work it out with me. 
came back around. Right. So I guess it, in a way it could speak to who that person is. Like mm-hmm. you might just overall be a good guy. So you know that you could probably go back and pick up where you left off with somebody. Yeah, I never experienced that. Mm-hmm. But I don't like to let men think like mm-hmm. you can if you have I ain't taking it again. that far. Like you know, once we dated, we dated. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I feel like it is certain like situation where I I could be cool with my exes too. I really don't give it give a fuck honestly because I feel like a lot of my exes we were we had like some type of friendship yeah mm-hmm. so it was no point of me just acting like you don't exist but I can do that too so. yeah. yeah I'm good with acting like like I said you never you never happen oh that's my favorite like, <laughs> when people make me like what are you talking about no for sure I, but I also feel like ladies though sometimes it's cool to let a man go because I feel like they do always come back yeah, always. Like always. No, they they always. No, there's always. It's so funny ways. because it's like you know when you go through that phase where you're just like so heartbroken. Yeah. Like, oh my god. Like yeah. I think we talked about um, kind of like getting closure just to have the men be yeah. like, I was wrong. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Blah blah blah. And it's like we be all depressed and sad and shit, and them niggas come back. Like, they come yeah. the fuck what back. The fuck was I That's what I. Tell my friends all the time, like, girl, just girl, give me some time. He, right, he gonna come back. He's, he's gonna, gonna come back. He's gonna apologize. Right. He's gonna, if y'all were ever really worth something, he's going right. You know what right. I'm saying? He's going to like make his way back around and give you the whole spill. Mm-hmm. Why do guys do that? I don't know if it's like one of those things they like to get it off their chest and now they feel like okay, or do they genuinely want to be back? back? Do they genuinely yeah. miss you, or is it a part of their ego? Yeah, and right. I think you have to have that discernment to know what is it for. What is it actually for? Yeah, but they come back, girl. Always. Just wait till they current situation fuck up. They gonna come right back, right. knocking on your door. Like I, I was, I was wrong. <laughs> right. I miss you. I miss Can you. We be I'm sorry. I always think about you. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about Nicki Minaj's fraudulent ass. Ooh. I'm not a fan. I've never truly been ever since Itty Biggie Bitty Piggy. <laughs> you all, I, I, I always say that. Not I don't always say that. <laughs> whatever that shit was. Uh, whatever that shit was. I was also fucking with the Your Love. That's my fucking jam. Yeah. Um. And then your I just want to be a favorite. Yeah. And after that, Nikki can kiss my ass. Them is like the only three songs I have for her. But here she goes. She had made something. Like, I'm just going to give an overall gist of what she said. But basically, she was telling women to not have sex for money, to keep their legs closed, to, uh, to like, you don't have to, like, be this overlied sexual being and that she's starting to, like, now as she gets older, she looks back and thinks that maybe she was overly played sexualized. Yeah, mm-hmm. played a part in wild But women. she's still being... Very sexual and coming out with songs talking about don't fuck no broke niggas. Yeah. So you just want us to fuck rich niggas. You just don't want us to get money from them. Right. (laughs) In exchange for sex. Yeah, it was like something like she was saying like the Instagram models and like having sex for like a stack and different things like that. My thing is, is like you can't say something like that in an interview and then a day later you're posting videos of you shaking your ass. No. But then you say I'm responsible for, I feel like I'm responsible yeah. for women over-sexualizing themselves. It's like, well, then change your image. Like I said in a group chat, you're, the, I like the album cover to an extent, but bitch, you're busting it open on your album cover. What do you mean? Like, 
I just don't get it. And then I just don't get because, like you said, she's selling the idea of sex. She may not be selling physically sex. Nicki Minaj may not be having sex for money. But she's selling the ideal. And I just feel like, ladies, mind your own pussy. (laughs) Mind your own (laughs) pussy. That's a good one. (laughs) Seriously. Like, your pussy should be your pussy. You need to mind it. Right. I can't mind nobody else's pussy because I'm too busy minding my own. (laughs) Mind your own pussy, Nicki Minaj. I have seen something today where it was like, she's talking about she ain't having sex no more. And okay, that's fine. Do you. Right. Do you. Why you got to bring everybody else into this? Yes. Like, this is none of our, like, that's cool. You don't want to have sex anymore. Okay, Nicki Minaj, neither do I. But I'm still going to mind my own pussy. Like, you know what I'm saying? My thing is, is like, however you live your personal life is how you live your personal life. But the message that you're yes. putting out is something mm-hmm. totally different. Completely different. So, yeah. like you said, fix your image. If you want to yeah. do better, right. do better. Right. And I get it's like the whole art, but I feel like art imitates life. life. And life imitates art. Right. So, it's like... I'm not going to go, if I'm, like, going to start rapping or singing, I'm not going to rap and sing about guns and I sell drugs because I don't believe in those things. Right. So I'm not going to rap about those things. So if you don't believe in, you know, women being overly sexualized or women, like, selling that thing, then stop telling women to, like, don't fuck broke niggas. If that's not who you are, then you actually are selling yourself out for a check. Right. Because that's the message that you you put out right and there's some women that genuinely just like to have sex yeah and there's women that found the occupation in it all right i'm minding my own pussy right it has nothing to do with me you have to put this on a title <laughs> mind your <laughs> please i'm just so tired of everyone not minding their own pussy yeah yeah like it just y'all know me y'all know Y'all know. I'm just like... Okay, well, moral of the story is Nicki Minaj, fuck you. And mind your own pussy. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so this is a segue, and I don't know why. I feel like (laughs) we should have, like, tailored it down some. Just a little bit. Yeah, I was thinking, like, (laughs) mind that pussy of yours. (laughs) That's your pussy. You mind your pussy. Don't mind my pussy. I'm going to come out with shirts. They're all going to talk about, like, I want y'all to come out with shirts. Like, my dear. serious matter though yeah because this is legit real like you know the whole we have to discuss it we haven't talked about it but the me too um movement um recently the jamie fox story which i guess if you just were to read the headlines could kind of come off as something rather funny Mm -hmm. just because i think it was dated back to 2008 to 2002 yeah so 2002 so one the headline is including a date that happened 16 years ago and i believe he had hit a female on the top of their head or somewhere on their head with his penis i think it was a cheek cheek from 2002 so he slapped the chick well i don't know if i can say slap because maybe slap is more forceful maybe he just slid it across the cheekbone i don't know (laughs) 
But she's coming for it now, and she wants him to pay up. And okay. he's now actually suing her for falsifying a police report or whatever she did or defamation of character or something. Um, here's my thing. But wait, I have a question first. Okay. Is it like a continuance or she just now? She's just now, I think, She's just now Fuck coming that. out with it. Here's my thing with it. And we talked about this in the group chat. Yeah. And it's like, I, the further we get into this conversation, I do not want to offend anyone. This is Brandy. And I want to say that. But I have questions when things like this come about. In my mind, if a man is able to physically take his penis mm-hmm. and hit you in the face with it, one, you were either on your knees. Dario made a good point that she could have been sitting up in a chair. But you were there long enough for this man to be able to unzip his pants pull his dick out and get close enough to your face for you to even mm-hmm. at, how but let me play devil devil's advocate right so we see Darielle is sitting semi on the edge of brandy's big comfortable luxurious couch <laughs> so hypothetically what if he was like i'm gonna go to the restroom right we've all been to a house date <laughs> or you know and like, he just left it out or no 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 like okay. he was like yeah he just went to the restroom clothed and he comes back naked and then as he's walking out he just swiped it's not funny. He sideswipes you <laughs> with his penis. But realistically. I'm just saying like, I'm saying yes. devil advocate. But I even if that happened, I don't think 16 years later, I'm coming and like, hey. Yeah, it doesn't make sense to me. You sideswipe me with your penis and I wouldn't. Yeah, and she said that the next day she went to the emergency room because she had a panic attack. My thing is, at what point do you decide this is the story that I want to tell. And I mean, your time frame is your time frame, and I totally get that. But 16 years later, the statutory limitations or whatever it is mm-hmm. is up. Mm-hmm. That's what did you hope take. to gain from this other Money. than to sue? Money. You know what I mean? And now she's being sued because he said that she's completely lying. Mm-hmm. Is he saying it's consensual or just never No, happened? it never happened is what he's saying. Well, that, and I feel like that's what I really think pisses me off is because women make these false allegations claiming that they've been sexually harassed or assaulted and it's false yeah so now we're taking away attention and time and energy it's a women who are really who are really that. experiencing that and then on top of that now when we come to find out that these are all false reports and now we're looking at everyone that makes reports like well how do we know if it's true or not and that exactly. to me is the fucked up thing about it yeah mm-hmm. and my thing is if you you have women out here who are actually being raped they're yes. being murdered behind a rape. Right. And you can live with yourself lying, saying that someone did something to you because your goal is to get money. Right. In 2002, he was still... He was famous. Yeah. Like, maybe a couple years before Ray came out. So, he had already done, okay. like, Ali. And, so, he already... So, okay. Cause yeah, I'm just trying to put a time frame. may have already... Okay. ...had come and gone. And she had a... Went... Because she had a panic, panic yeah. attack... Because of that, like she had like a little PTSD. The next day, she had a panic attack. She went to the emergency room. I need more info. Yeah, I have a lot of inappropriate questions. Like why? Like why was it so traumatic for her to where she had a panic attack? I don't know. But you don't know people's past, so certain things are certain triggers. But now that he's coming out and just flat out suing her, saying that you're lying, makes me kind of feel like. "Mm." Just like there was a there was a story, I don't remember the guy's name, but somebody in the industry, he invited a woman to his house. They 
according to him, I guess we're naked in the mm-hmm. house and he performed oral sex on her. She performed oral sex, something. Okay. And then she later went home and texted him and then she said how uncomfortable she was. Was this Russell? No, it wasn't Russell Simmons. It was somebody else in the industry. His name okay. was something. Okay. Um, it sounds familiar like the Russell. Yeah, it's somebody in the music industry. My thing is, again, at what point do you, for la- no, I'm not even going to say for lack of a better word, take accountability. Mm-hmm. Why are you running around the house playing with this man naked, mm-hmm. allow him to perform oral sex on you, or you perform it on him, and then you go home and text him and say, I was uncomfortable with what happened. Mm-hmm. I think it's important that you need to be able, as women, and as men too, because men are, you know, victims of sexual abuse and harassment and all of that. You need to find out the moment where you're uncomfortable, you need to be able to vocalize it. Yeah. Now, if you find uncomfort, like if you are uncomfortable after the situation, because a lot of women have done things and in the moment it's all good. And then afterwards, it's like, "Mm, yeah, shit, I shouldn't have did that. You can't expect a man to fit to, in my personal opinion, and, you know, I, you know, respect everyone else's opinion and I welcome pushback. But after the fact and now you feel uncomfortable, you can't blame a man for that. Yeah. Because in the moment, it's all good. And now afterwards, you're like, oh, this was not, I, I felt uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, so I feel like it's important that the moment you feel uncomfortable, you need to vocalize it. Yeah. And if you now, if you vocalize that discomfort and that person continues to go on, right. then at that point it needs to be like, okay, that person needs to be held accountable. Because I get what you're saying. You're running around naked and you're doing, like, why would you do that? But sometimes you're in the mood at first and then once you get into it, yeah. you decide, okay, I'm not into it anymore. Yeah. I'm done. And I feel like, that needs to be respected. I agree. Like, even though one would assume, well, shit, you got it started. Or, oh, you you right. made it this far. You don't have a say. No, 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 no. Like, the moment that someone expresses that they're no longer into it is the moment that that person needs to respect those boundaries. Respect, yeah. And they need to back off. You know? I agree with that. Regardless. And I think a lot of times people feel like, well, shit, once we get started, we started. Yeah. And a lot of times men are so selfish um, and I can't say women are too, but men are ridiculously selfish. Like once they start, they have to finish. Yeah. Regardless of what emotions or what's going on. So it, I don't even know if I would call it selfish because we sometimes we kind of tend to do the whole no, I don't really want yeah. you to, but mm-hmm. I want you to. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you decipher that? I'm yeah. just thinking, like, if you had a man do some of the things that we do mm-hmm. how do you decipher that like you kind of tell me no but your body language kind of saying yes yeah. like you kind of too like how do you really decipher no, I think that if you literally don't want it your body language is going to tell it tell well. it that you right yeah. yeah i can see that like you just like yeah. stiffen up yeah and you're not as relaxed agree I completely agree. So, do you feel like women need to stop the whole flirty? No, uh, uh-uh. uh. If they really yeah. want the dick, Everybody, they just need to. <laughs> yeah, be straight up. It's a yes or a no. Period. Yeah. Because yeah. it's just like if he crosses the line and you playing around, what do you expect? Right. You know what I'm saying? But, but like you said earlier, like you need to once you feel uncomfortable. You need to say Yeah, it. you need to say but that. But girls, I feel like, I, I mean, I think we've all been probably, you know, 
Ah, uh, no, stop. Uh, like that that's, whole yeah, game. Yeah, but yeah. I even think that's a that's a line that you that's a slippery slope. That's a slippery slope because you know you're saying no, but your body's saying yes, but you're still verbally saying no. So you can, especially if you're a man with something to lose. She can go back and say, I told you no. Yeah. I said no. I said no repeatedly. And, and men need to start being more smart. They yeah. don't think with their brain. Yeah. yeah. And I would say a man, if you're hearing a girl, even if she's flirting and her body is saying yes, and she's saying no, you'd be like, listen here. I Like, nah. Yeah. Either we're doing this, I need a yes. And I always tell my younger brothers, they're 19 and like 15, you need to make sure you get an enthusiastic yes. Yes. Not a yes, not a timid yes, not a not a yes that it seems like it's coming from a place of discomfort or a place or that like confusion yeah. or you know like yeah. you need a enthusiastic yes yeah you know and I, I want women to be more comfortable with speaking up for themselves because I know it could be hard like even if you are uncomfortable sometimes you can't sort through those feelings in a, in a moment yeah or you may feel like you can't say something like mm-hmm. you know so. I want women to be more comfortable with speaking up for themselves. Yeah. Don't let yeah. somebody take advantage of you. Like, yeah. speak up. The yeah. moment, yeah, women need to have that ownership of their body. And a lot of times, I think just because of society and how things have been, you know, presented to us since we've been born yeah it's like we don't really have that true ownership right. of our bodies of our like we owe our bodies to this man that either we're dealing with or we have dealt with or he deserves to get something right. after he's done x y and z even right. if we are not comfortable in that right. you right. know like right. there's so many times that we feel like we have to do this we have to perform this because it is what is expected of us yeah but brandy had mentioned something and i think it's good and i just want to kind of add this so, because you were mentioning, like, the whole oral sex thing. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people feel like once oral sex oral has sex happened. Oral sex is a gateway. Yes. It's a gateway into sex. Like, I literally was just having this conversation with my sister. And, Lord, she's 16. And she was telling me, like, guys her age have offered this to her. These are the conversations that she has as mm-hmm. a 16-year-old. And I'm like, I'm telling you right now, that's a gateway. They want to have sex with mm-hmm. you. They want to sleep but that's you. their way to get mm-hmm. that's their way to get to that mm-hmm. so and she's still a virgin and it's like you have to be very careful in how you move mm-hmm. you know what i mean so you don't feel like can that be separate can the oral sex be its own entity like can it be separate from like because some people just maybe want to do the whole oral sex thing or do you feel like as women we need to be like and I hate that the burden a lot of times is on women. Like, we're the ones that have to, like, outsmart the game. What I want to say is taking this conversation totally left. Mm-hmm. Like, we're going in a totally different direction, but I'm going to say it anyway. I feel like, for me, if I'm performing oral sex on a man, we're having sex. Absolutely. Like, I'm not just... And that sounds terrible right, because like, men not feel just, the same way. Yeah, like, I'm not just giving blowjobs for the fun of it like you know what i mean like i'm sorry i'm not yeah like so i can understand a man thinking yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean but i can understand a man thinking again it's the gateway yeah and it's just so crazy it's that slippery slope because it's like because guys will know what you can be like guys will be like 
no, you know, you tell God, uh, 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 you know, let me just let taste me just it. it. <laughs> let me taste it. Let me taste it. Even when you're beefing with your with your whole ass boyfriend, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, just come on, like quit playing, and you know what he's trying to right. end this up. Yeah, but I feel like men need to stop. Like, let's hold everyone accountable, women and men, both, both men. Stop, stop trying to slide your way in with the let me taste it. Yeah. And you really know you want to do just more than that. Like, let me just, let me, no, you want to do more than that. Yeah. Because not too many men at this age is like, yep, I'm just going to do this. There's some. Shout y'all out. <laughs> but majority of men want the, they want more. Yeah. So men, first of all, stop saying, just let me do that because you want to do more than that. And ladies, and men too, when someone just offering that nine times out of ten, they're going to want more. Yeah. And which takes it to another point because you mentioned it could be your boyfriend. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And we have also talked about that in a group chat. I guarantee you 90% of women have experienced some kind of uncomfortable situation with a man mm-hmm. when it comes to sex. Mm-hmm. We shared with each other mm-hmm. our own experiences with it. And I think sometimes, which in a way I feel like I can kind of understand sometimes the time that it takes for someone to come out and speak up because sometimes you are in a confused state of mind mm-hmm. of is this rape was this sexual harassment mm-hmm. how uncomfortable was I in this mm-hmm. is this what it should be labeled mm-hmm. like I I said that I've had someone a family friend you know make a sexual advance towards me that made me completely uncomfortable and it after it was all said and done it's like I looked at myself like, well, damn, did I say something? Did I do something? Did I move a certain way? Was mm-hmm. I showing too much cleavage? Why would he even come at me like that? You right. know what I mean? Right. And in all honesty, it's nothing that I did. Mm-hmm. That You know what I mean? It's that person. You yeah. Something's wrong with you. Yeah. So I think that it can be hard for a woman to decipher what actually is going on in that situation, especially if it's a boyfriend. Oh, for sure. Like, you talked about it. Like, you didn't believe that a woman could be raped by her oh, yeah. husband. Mm-hmm. Like, Yeah, because that was, like, a Twitter topic, maybe, like, five years. And when I first saw it, I'm like, impossible, next. But, you know, that's when I'm younger and I'm yeah. not really understanding, you know, the ownership women have. And once again, those society grooms you to believe that if you're married to a man, you you're his wife, no. you can't say no. Or if you say no... He may step out on you, and then it's your fault that he's stepping right. out on you because you're telling him no. What do they be saying? What What you want to do another person? Right. Like, yeah. So it's like you're almost so in my ignorant mind. I was like, to think. I'm yeah. conditioned to think like it's how can a man rape? But no, um, you can. Yeah. I don't care if you've had sex with somebody twenty five hundred times. If on that twenty five and one time they say no, and it's a firm no. And they're struggling or pushing you away, and you're forcing yourself on them. It's right. Yeah, yeah. There's no there. I feel like that is black and white. Yeah, right then and there. That scenario, like I feel like each time you decide to be intimate with someone, whether y'all been together for years or not, it needs to be consensual each and every time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. I agree. Like I mean, but then again, you got to slippery slope because I mean, there's always times where you get where one's tired and you know, like, yeah. and it's like no, but then it's like okay, I'm gonna go ahead and you know give in to my yeah. partner. I'm gonna make this sacrifice, but then if someone's pushing you off and telling you no, yeah, that I mean, there's no other. Yeah, that's crossing the line. That's, that's crossing right, the line. Right. I don't care how long y'all been married. Yeah, 
Yeah. Or how many times y'all had sex? And it's funny because I I had put this on my poll question and it was like, do women interpret sexual harassment differently based on whether or not she's attracted to the man? Because mm-hmm. the whole thing happened with Russell uh, Simmons and Amanda Seals and I guess they were in a business business meeting and he asked her like, have we fucked? That mm-hmm. And in that moment, it was inappropriate to ask that during a business meeting. Me personally, my perspective, I don't necessarily know how offended I would have would have been because it's just no we didn't you know what i mean like i don't know why you would ask me that no right. we didn't right. but amanda Sills was making a point like you know how misogynistic men are and different things like that mm-hmm. and it was uncomfortable borderline you know harassment right. in a sense and it's like a lot of people on that question said that they do interpret it differently based on mm-hmm. how attractive they are mm-hmm. attracted they are to the men and i don't think that that's right and I, I got the question from Facebook. Yeah, I mean, it's not right because then it's like, I guess, how do you know if someone's attracted to you or not? Right. With, without them coming out and blatantly say, I'm attracted yeah. to you. My thing is, with me, approaches everything. So I don't care if you're the finest man walking and I see stars when I see you. If you come up to me and say, can I fuck you? It's a flat out no. Like, if you're not already my man... <laughs> Like, but perspective is personal. For me, that's a problem. Just because I don't feel like you can approach me like that. You know what I mean? It's not based off of how cute you are, how ugly you are, how offended I'm going to be by that. Mm-hmm. Like, but you again. feel like that's a brat. But right. But you're right. Perspective is personal. That's right. Yeah. So, they do that to, like, you and get, like, hell no. But then they do it to another chick and she, and she like, like, hell yeah. 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 Like, like, what's up? Where is it at? Like, yeah. Like, it's a very complicated conversation to it have because like, some women like to be talked to like that they don't take any offense to you know regardless if some women don't mind the first thing you say to them if they're attracted enough to you and they like yo what's up i'm trying to hit and she's like what like some girls like that and i think when they get success with those type of situations they then apply it to, to their everyday yeah to know what yeah. type of female they're dealing with yeah but sometimes you don't know until it's After too late. You yeah, mouth. they may look at Bray like I think I can just run up to her and be like, you know, can I fuck? And then they be shocked, and she's right, like, like call know? an HR, like the girl, <laughs> call an HR. Like, um, yes, I'd like to make a report. Uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> you yeah. know, like so you really don't. It's such a complicated situation because just like I mean, and it so reminds me of like. When someone's all in your DM and you want to call him thirsty, but if he's in your DMs and you're attracted to him, then it's lit. Like, yeah. Yeah. But it's like, how, what do we do? Like, do we just go, like, if you are an overall attractive person, you get this pass? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think that there is a way to correct someone without labeling them as some kind of predator. Without going straight to the, the source. Yeah. Like, because I, you know what I'm saying? Like, you have women have to be conscious of the decision that they make when they go to say, "Oh, I was harassed by this person," or mm-hmm. whatever the case may be. And again, perspective is very personal, mm-hmm. but it's like the, the situation with Jamie Foxx. Okay, if money was your goal, you now could potentially ruin this man's career and mm-hmm. his legacy and how he is providing for his family, mm-hmm. all because you want money. Mm-hmm. And even still, if your goal was just to really truly speak up because this has happened to mm-hmm. you, there's other ways to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Like, reaching out to him, maybe. Reaching out to... And I don't know if she did anything else before. Right. Like, I don't know if she wanted an apology or maybe she was in therapy for this. Right. And they said, hey, reach out, have this conversation. Like, those are for things that could have taken right. place. And maybe a settlement could have taken place outside right. of mm-hmm. going through all the legal actions. Um, but it made me, while we're talking about work, and I think this is a really interesting topic, and I think it has to be touched on because... I do it, and I don't think anything about it. But they said women sexually harass other women at work, at work, and just out in general, general. more than men do. And I started thinking back, and I'm like, it's nothing for me to like. I have a female coworker, and I'm like, girl, your titties is sitting. <laughs> but you think? But you don't think anything. I of don't it. think anything of it. Right. Or oh, girl, I see you like. You look at curvaceous, but it's like my way of complimenting. And like, there's some times where you go out to the club, and Derry, I'm sure you know, like, because you work in that atmosphere where a girl could come up and slap your butt. Yeah. Yeah. And you think, as long as she's halfway cute and friendly, (laughs) you're like, okay, girl, (laughs) slap her butt back, and it's like, okay. Yeah. But it's just so crazy because but if a man do it, they like, mm, don't fucking touch me. Like, yeah. And that's so crazy to me because sometimes what if a woman is offended by that? Do you yeah. know how pissed I would be if I got a call from HR saying, yes, Lynn, you complimented, you complimented your coworker and told her she looked very curvaceous in her dress today. And, you know, this that's is sexual pop- harassment. Right. I would be like, what? wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. That's very true. And I don't think of it. Like. Yeah. I think I commented on your breasts today. <laughs> but you don't think about it. Yeah, you it. don't think. And it's like the boundaries is like, is not so much within like women to women, but it's like, I don't know if that's just one of those double standards. Cause you know, if a man tells another man like, hey, you filling out them pants. Oh, it's a call. It's a call to HR. <laughs> you know? So it's like, it really is about, it goes back to who is saying it. Yeah. It definitely does. And that's so well. And your own personal triggers are different things like that. Yeah. And like, sometimes you don't know what someone else's trigger is until the gun has already been cocked. Exactly. Like, it's... Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I think... I, I, I'm just like... But like you said, it's like it goes back to, like, who is it coming from and things like that. And I know we also touched on, like, the confusion women experience when they've been in a situation that could be considered sexual harassment or rape do you feel like um that confusion is a woman like processing it or do you feel like that confusion comes after the actual act like or what do you feel like really like i feel like she's processing she Mm -hmm. don't know like from my own personal experience i think it took me a while to to even know what to call it because mm-hmm. it was kind of just like I was really confused. Yeah. I was really confused and I didn't know like what happened, if I should really call it that or if I was overreacting. Mm-hmm. So it took some time for me to like work through my emotions and really figure out what the fuck I experienced. Yeah. And like I said, I think it I think it is harder to decipher especially when it's somebody that you have been sexually active with Mm -hmm. that you may have had a sexual conversation with Mm -hmm. you know what I mean because like I said you like in my experience it was like it was me trying to figure out what I did trying Mm -hmm. to rationalize Mm -hmm. the irrational like Mm -hmm. well like I said was I wearing something did I say something did I 
did I make a gesture that would lead this person to think that I wanted them to come at me like that and I didn't Mm -hmm. and because you don't want to you don't want to say someone's a rapist Mm -hmm. like label it sometimes labels can be hard yeah, to place you don't want to especially you don't want to place that on someone that you know and you have right. a relationship with. exactly see and this like like i told y'all in the chat like mine wasn't even like it was it wasn't anybody that i've never that i ever had relations with mm-hmm. talked to or nothing he was a family friend like mm-hmm. he was really cool with my uncle and we we worked together mm-hmm. so it was like i i know i never gave off the impression that you know and what was it if you do you care to share it was just like he would anyways so okay so let me i'll paint a picture for you so like when i used to work at the door okay he would like come up to me and say like inappropriate stuff and be like oh do you want to touch my oh private area oh. or he'll be like oh i want to do this to you and he'll like literally walk up on me like while i'm sitting down he's standing up like you know what i'm saying like trying was to, he like, older yeah mm-hmm. and but it's like i noticed he would do it to other women too mm-hmm. so I knew it wasn't just me it was yeah. literally just I, I don't know why he thought it was okay but mm-hmm. The fact that you know that you're cool and you work with my uncle, like, that right there was just, like... A boundary that he shouldn't Yeah, even and it's, like, even if I would tell him not to do it, like, the next week, he did it again. Mm-hmm. The next week after that, he did it again. He just kept doing it. So, just he just kept, kept ignoring it. it. And I'm saying, yeah. like, because some guys, that's how they pick up chicks, and I feel like that's the wrong way to pick up chicks. Mm-hmm. That's when you're labeled as, like, a creep. Yeah. yeah. When you do creepy shit like that you're a creep but it's like once you verbalize saying hey stop and you keep doing it again and then stop that would have been the perfect time to go completely i think once he realized that i was not feeling it like eventually he was like oh i'm sorry if i made you you know feel any type of way i didn't mean it like that oh because i kept telling you no but if i would have told you yes then what right I think, mm-hmm. especially in situations like that, like where you have women who are bottle girls and they work in a club, that men feel like they don't deserve the respect mm-hmm. that they rightfully do deserve. Mm-hmm. Because, again, this is my body. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They feel like because she's in here, she's that type of person. Absolutely. And literally, you're just there to do your job and go home. Yeah. Right. Right. Like, like I don't know how bottles and bartending drinks like yeah. interpret but guys like I used to bartend and that's when you hear the wildest shit I'm like bro I'm making you drink right. what does this equate to anything sexual right. or what makes you right. think like this is for grabs right and that's just so crazy yeah okay. and, and even the same thing like I think I might have put that on the topic thing like the whole situation with the girl in future it's like it, ha- it has to be in certain situations accountability on both ends like you knew the person that you were having these conversations with you knew who you were flying out to see like Mm -hmm. take ownership in that Mm -hmm. because truth be told it comes off like you was trying to go out there and get fucked and get fucked and make fifty five hundred dollars off of it Mm -hmm. is what it sounds like Mm -hmm. you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like yeah on the outside yeah i don't think like you have, like you said, accountability. Yeah, and you you can't be naive. Yeah, you can't. And I, and me personally, I feel like certain realms. I mean, even just on a day to day, and we aren't females that really move like that. But I feel like the end game for a guy is literally to have sex. Like you mm-hmm. know what I mean. 
So you have to be smart in which how you move. Like you can't just mm-hmm. be that naive, naive to think that the end game ain't sex. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It may be some something else after that, but mm-hmm. sex is definitely that's involved. involved. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, I'm not on that type of time. Like, girl, you you flew across the country mm-hmm. to just kick it. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. You know what I mean? And I hate to sound like the worst person in the world or like I'm not taking up for women in this specific moment, but it's like. At what point do we stop playing this whole victim? But that's role, why you know when I, I mean? went on the and shout out to what we be talking about, they had me on their show um, last week. But that's why I mentioned like you need to say you're not on that type of time before you give out your information, right? Before you even take it, there. say that because that be and, and the reason why I I promote the talk so heavily because I understand I'm not naive. Men fly you across the country and they spend. X, Y, and Z, and I'm not saying it's okay and that this is right, but this is just the society we live in today. Exactly. They go, they on that type of time. Right. And if you're not, you need to say it. And some guys are like, okay, that's cool. Yeah. Still come. I still want to enjoy, and maybe I can persuade you to then, right. you know, Do maybe it. your time could be my time, right. and we can have time together. But, like, I feel like... That's why, as women, you just need to put that out there. And there's some times where I put it out there, and I say, yo, I'm not on that type of time. And they said, okay, love, enjoy. But at <laughs> least it was while I'm in the, I'm in my own, own, in my home, own state. Right. I'm not all the way there getting left and stranded. Right. Because at least I said, hey, you know, I'm not really, I know where the conversation starts going. And I'm like, hey, you know, I'm not really with that. Yeah. And they said, oh, okay, I respect that. Thank you. And then the conversation ends. It's no hard feelings. I'm not left stranded. I don't lose no sleep. He doesn't lose any sleep. But right. at least I think to not be naive. Right. And, and honestly, that it, you don't even have to be flying across the country to have that conversation with somebody. Mm-hmm. I feel like just now as an adult, it's like, okay, do we want to wait? Mm-hmm. Do we not want to wait? I'm the queen. I, you know I'm what the mean? queen like, like spending the night with a man that I know I'm not. Can't even. Yeah, like I, I smell it. Like I'm. The, I don't know why, and I don't know if I need to start saying, "Hey, I'm not on that type of time," because yeah. maybe I'm being naive. You know, like I, don't I, know. I have, I have had that conversation. It's like, okay, we're going to be around each other. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, what are we doing? Are we waiting? Like when I went through my whole period of not having sex for like a long right. conversation for a long period of time i put that on the table when i was dealing with people like i'm not having sex but right when now. did you put that on the table whenever the conversation came about like and it wouldn't be too far into the conversation and maybe like, i mean i know I, 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 I honestly went on a date with a guy and i had mentioned it on the first date like that's I'm where not, it was moving the no it wasn't even that we was just talking i don't know what we were talking about but somehow it came about and i was like i mean to be completely honest i haven't had sex in however many months you know what mm-hmm. i mean and it I wasn't like I i'm was, not looking for casual sex right like it mm-hmm. wasn't like i was i don't i just didn't i just wasn't having sex so it was like i'm letting you know that now you know what i mean mm-hmm. to maybe not expect it depending on you know how it goes and i think that's just an adult way to handle it like look you know and, and even because like like you said like you don't want to feel like you're forced into anything you don't want to feel like you're pressured into anything like the person that i'm talking to now we had that conversation like do we want to wait because like we literally spent the night, spent the night together i think a couple times and then we had the conversation about like well you know i haven't been having sex so do you want to wait or do you want to you know just when it happens it happens like 
Mm-hmm. So that you know what you're getting yourself into, because mm-hmm. you don't want to be blindsided by anything, and then you have to sit and wonder, well, damn, did I really want that to happen, mm-hmm. or regret it later? Like, but I just wonder when is that the appropriate? Because I feel like that's kind of like kind of personal. Yeah. Like you know, like so maybe I don't want to tell you on the first date or the set. Like I don't know when it would be a good time. You know, like because yeah. I like that's like personal. Like to me. You know, and that's good. You're comfortable. Then you're able I was gonna to say for me, be, I'm kind of just an open book, right? So, so like me, but I you feel know. like it's appropriate. Now. Like I, I mean, I probably wouldn't just flat out be like, "Hey, I'm not having sex," but I, I do feel like it's necessary to put everything on the table up front because you you're gonna waste your time. Period. Like yeah. you don't want to have sex and you don't tell this man. Time go on, time go on. Y'all spend time together. Then now, but maybe you can maybe change your mind. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, yeah, but, but I guess if it's a concrete, like some people maybe who are saving themselves for marriage, yeah, maybe that would be a good time to say, I don't know, in yeah. the first date. But then that is kind of personal. I don't know. It's just so. I guess it's like a base case by case. Yeah, basis. I think it's based on your level of comfort and how open that person makes you feel mm-hmm. to have that conversation. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I feel like naturally, in the course of talking to somebody something you know something is mentioned one way or another where the conversation turns into a sexual conversation Mm -hmm. of some sorts you know Mm -hmm. what i mean so Mm -hmm. i think it's just like whenever you're comfortable and then i think that kind of gives the guy the idea of how he should move unless Mm -hmm. he's literally just like a flat-out creep rapist type nigga and he's just gonna catch you slipping like you know what i mean so i I don't know i feel like we are all at that age now where it's to be like look it's on the table or it's not yeah Mm -hmm. we should be able to speak up yeah you know, and another thing I had on the the topic was should men be able to interpret nonverbal cues? Because we talked about body language, mm-hmm. right. like you should, you kind of can tell when somebody's uncomfortable, but some people can't always read that. So mm-hmm. it's like, should a man be able to see that you're uncomfortable and stop, or for them, is it do they need to hear the no? I mean, what is the, what's the saying? Communication, eight, 75%, 85%? What's, it's a high percentage yeah. of communication is nonverbal. Yeah. That's so hard to say. Because maybe my body... I mean, I guess some things are just universal. Yeah. If I'm like... Or see, on a very, over with my leg. You know, yeah, I'm like... The thing is, it. even if I want to have my ass on you, that doesn't mean I want to fuck. Yeah. It just doesn't. It, but niggas think that, like, oh, she putting her ass on her she wants some. No, yeah. no, it doesn't mean that. Mm-hmm. I might just want a little butt rub or I just want to feel mm-hmm. you. That don't mean I want to have sex. That's true. I know we said it on the conversation, on the show before, where I've said, like, you know, I don't understand how men don't understand when a woman's not into it. Because when you're into it, oh it's a gosh. totally different version it's compared totally. to. I think they know when you're they not, and they care. just don't care. And I ain't gonna take that as far as to say, "Oh, now you don't rape me." But it's like, why would you even want to have sex with somebody that's like? Not- there's times where a girl won't even be making eye contact with you. Let's break down all the things. Yeah, like uh, she's not. Well, I don't know. Some people don't like eye contact. I'm yeah. not eye contact. You know what I'm saying? I'm all Lego shit. But. <laughs> You know, like, if she's not, like, making eye contact no with you, kissing. no kissing, no noise, nope. not a sound, Quiet. not a peep. <laughs> like, have y'all she ever ran. just had something, not a noise, like, you didn't want to breathe, like, right. like, I'm laying there you like, doing like I'm dead. Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> you doing my fucking medicine challenge, right? You're not switching no position. Nope. You're just, just like laying a- there 
solid as a rock. Just, yeah. Just laying there like, are you done yet? And but men, that's why that's I went back. I was said like, they men are selfish. And they, they like, they don't care. Yeah. And you just look like, bro, like, was that enjoyable to you? Right. Like, you could tell I clearly did not enjoy it. Yes. In the moment, but see, that's the thing about me. Because, like, um, because you can tell when men don't enjoy it. Like, I yeah. can tell. There's been times where I've gotten into, like, a crazy argument before. And maybe I just did some foul shit. And I got caught up. And, you know, it's time, bam, bam. And I'm like, you're not into this. Yeah. I'm over it. Mm-hmm. You still mad? Yeah, that's my thing. Like, I don't even want to you keep going and you, you not into yeah. it. Like, right. Like, I'm giving you my best A1 <laughs> and you just laying there like a dead fish. Like, because you mad? Like, bro, no. I'm, I'm. I yeah. I don't want it. Yeah. I don't want it. Me personally. I'm getting up and I'm ending it because I don't want it. It's not worth it. This yeah. is part to me. But then I feel like that goes back into how majority of women view sex versus majority of men view sex. Like women view it more so as an emotional, mental connection. So if all those other things aren't, aren't there. In there, then it's like, yeah, this, is, this isn't, I don't care how good it feels. Yeah. If mentally and emotionally I'm not moved, then this is pointless. But guys, they like... It's warm and it's wet. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. <laughs> and guys think just because you are... Um, what word? I don't know why I'm trying to be politically correct. I just don't want to say it. Can someone say it for me? I don't know what you're trying if to say. If you're like... Oh, if you're wet? Uh, okay, thank you. That is so good. Oh, my God. Oh, trigger it. If you wet, you want it? Yes. Yeah. But there's even levels to that because, again, when I'm not really into it, my level of wetness ain't what it is when right. I'm into it. Like, right. like, but you never know. Your you level, know when you dry. Like, you can feel yeah. when you dry. But so, sometimes... It's so funny because someone was like, sometimes your dry may be somebody else's wet, so they don't even know. <laughs> this is <laughs> too much. <laughs> Look, listen, if it's not an enthusiastic yes, no, dead ass. If it's not an enthusiastic yes, and I think you do need to be, because I think I'm cognizant about, I know when my partner's into yeah. it, and I know when my partner's not into it, so I feel like, you know. Yeah. Men yeah. need to be men and women too, because I'm not just gonna place all the blame on men. Right. But be more cognizant. If you are ladies, if you're with a man and he's not there, leave him alone. Be like, okay, cool. Let yeah. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what you're thinking about, but I'ma just let it go. Let it go. Yeah. Come back and try it again another time. Yeah. You know, because right, it's not worth it. It's not a good experience anyway. I don't see how people. Yeah. Get an I think from I really just want men to stop thinking that a woman a woman has to say yes all of the time. No, yeah. that's that's probably what I want to just say. Mm-hmm. It's just are you not, talking about like in relationships? Yes, mm-hmm. relationships and marriages, or or uh, or men thinking that oh because that's your wife, she it's has due to do to you. All, yeah, yeah, no, fuck that. Because sometimes you're just not in the mood. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's just not possible. I'm sorry. It's not like to always be in the mood. To always be in the mood or to always have sex every time somebody wants sex. Mm. It's just not possible. It's not. It's not. I mean, if it is, then y'all got one hell of a connection. Right. You know? Now there's been times where maybe you're not in the mood and then you see your partner is in the mood and then you become in the mood. Yeah. You know? But sometimes you're tired, you had a long day. And I'm sick of bitches. 
You know what? It's pissing me off because it's one specific bitch. What? <laughs> That's always on social media. Like, yeah, my man come home. I have dinner ready. And I'm going to just be ready to give him head and sex and everything. Like, girl, no, you're not. Shut up. Just Mm-mm. no, you're not. It's the, no, that's not life. Mm-mm. It's not going to be like that every night. Mm-mm. Yeah. So now, stop. majority of nights, it could be like that. Yeah, but not when every you're in night. That, but every night, there's going to be yeah. times when you're just not in the mood. Or you just dead ass tired. Mm-hmm. Like, I literally had that experience with someone where it was like, okay, let me take the initiative because that was an issue. Mm-hmm. Let me take the, the initiative. So I'm going to be the aggressor mm-hmm. every night. Mm-hmm. And it was one night I was dead ass tired. And I literally fell asleep on this man and it was a problem. Like, mm-hmm. my nigga, like, I'm not superhuman. Like, right. I, I can't. Right. In the course of... Y'all, you got kids going to work all day, come home, cook, clean, whatever else you do. Mm-hmm. And I got to do that too. Like, mm-hmm. there has to be some kind of compromise to that. Yeah, for sure. It there has be. to be some kind of compromise to that. Yeah. And if you're in a situation where you feel like, I, y'all know what I say. When you're compatible, you don't have to compromise. So just find you somebody who's on the same. Right. Same level. And, yeah. Everybody has a different sex drive. Some right. people need it 12 times a week. Some people need it two times a week. Some people only need it once a month. Find you somebody that, like, hey, you know, can right. we match up? Because that'll be a problem if you got the person that, if you're a person that wants it 12 times a week, and there's the, another person that wants it once a month, that's going to cause conflict and yeah, issue. For sure. Right. I completely agree. And, again, it all goes back to communication. Like, you have to be able to communicate about things and say what you need Mm-hmm. Or what you don't need. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. But I think with the whole approach and the whole sexual harassment and things like that, I rule of thumb for men, approach a woman the way you would want somebody to approach your mother or your daughter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And be polite, especially when you're in the when you're in the work environment and in the streets. But yeah. specifically because a lot of these are being tied to when you're in work. Yeah. Be politically correct always. Yeah. That that will save you a lot. So don't go up to someone and try to offer sex or like anything like that because that's just it's the work environment. Yeah. And women, just be mindful, be aware, understand that you have the control over your yes. body and yes. what you choose. You have to ownership do with your body, and as best as you can, don't put yourself in a situation where you have to make a split second decision. Because mm-hmm. that was another thing, like. Mm-hmm. That was brought up on an interview that I was listening to. Sometimes you're you you have to make a split second decision. And you make the wrong and decision. you make the wrong decision. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was a interview they were talking about a lot of women in the industry and how they deal with sexual harassment, mm-hmm. sexual advances, and different things like that. And it's like I know it's fucked up, but I have a goal that I'm trying to get to. Mm-hmm. So am I going to let this stop my goal, or I'm gonna keep mm-hmm. pushing forward to my goal? Mm-hmm. And it's those split second decisions. So it's like just be mindful you know Mm -hmm. what i mean the slightest bit of uncomfort even if you haven't you're not you know if you think you're about to go on a date with somebody or anything that makes you feel uncomfortable that's a cue to maybe not to move in that direction just Mm -hmm. it's not worth it your intuition yeah yeah it's not worth it those split second decisions yeah and men understand that you have a lot to lose yeah behind it you know what Mm -hmm. i mean so and it's not worth it it's not worth it at all it's not enthusiastic yes yep and the moment you hear no, get the fuck up yeah. off. <laughs> Period. And go to the other room. Yeah. And then, and men, don't be afraid to ask a lady to leave. 
yeah. your house. If that's what saves you, mm-hmm. hey, you know, I'm going to call your Uber because, you know, like, be. I mean, I would like for men to be able to control themselves and have enough self-will and all but obviously that hasn't been the case so if you're feeling like you can't handle yourself or you feel like this may go left or the first minute she says no okay you know let's just end our night here yeah you know let's not even take this further with no temptation because temptation is a mug yeah you know so i don't know guys just be smart yeah it ain't worth it at all that's all we got don't forget, guys, the tribute 614 on June 30th. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a rating. Michaela told y'all on our <laughs> iTunes. Yes. Yep. And follow us on social media um, at Take Control Pod on Twitter, Take Control Podcast on Instagram, and our Facebook group is under Take Control Podcast. See you next week. All right. Bye, y'all.